live. We're in person again. Um, it's just a coincidence that we're all wearing the same thing. We definitely didn't stop recording the last episode and then start recording this one. That Crazy coincidence. I don't do laundry. Um, it's all about the content. You know how we do. That's right. Uh, here with the fellas, Gummy, Begs. What's up, boys? Gentlemen? Uh, my favorite, personally, my favorite episodes. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not trying to sound corny or anything, but, like, we, we've made this podcast to help people. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's what it's about. We're, we're not a charity case. We're not helping, you know, important causes. Like, we're not helping world hunger or anything. They're still important, Mad Mob. They're extremely important because I don't – my pride means a lot, and I put a lot of pride on the line when it comes to fantasy football. I care more about fantasy football than I do world hunger. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I don't want to speak for everybody, hey, but <laughs> – World hunger ain't an issue in this household. <laughs> if you if you win enough fantasy leagues, you can pay for world hunger. Hey, fair and touche. That's true. Um, okay, yeah, my favorite episodes, Q&A. These are blowing up. I have a good time with them. Um, I like to see where your all's heads are at. Um, as far as what kind of trade you're doing, we have some... Spicy ones here. We got a Reddit guy. Yeah, man, we do. We got it's, Kate it's a, Miggs, who is a dude. He's a dude. He's he's a friend of the podcast. Good man. Okay. Well, bad then mob. I feel bad because you were kind of prefacing us. You were kind of like giving briefing us on um, the book of a question that he sent. He did. And, he uh, did. It was a novel. I saw his roster and what his roster went from, and then he traded and made his roster something else. And then I'm like, uh, K Migs, we appreciate your support, dude. We really, really do. Um, your team sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wow. Wow. It's a little harsh. I mean, yeah, he's the middle of the pack, right? Well, hey, we're all grown men here. And if you're in fantasy, if you're in fantasy football league with a bunch of your boys, you're, you're, you got some thick skin. You got some thick skin. The fantasy football community is like one of my favorite communities because we all got thick skins. We all, it's, it's like fantasy football for me. I don't know if you ever played. I know Beggs has played. Me and Beggs have played on a few teams together. It's like right around the adult slow pitch softball. Oh yeah. Type of area where yeah. you're just drinking in the dugout, Beer leagues. talking trash. Absolutely. That's bro. where fantasy football is with me, and that's why I love it so much. Because I can tell K Mig that your team's trash, and he's probably just laughing at me right now. Yeah, dude. That's a good analogy, bro. I mean, add like 20 pounds, a little more bitterness, a little more kids and noise in your life, and just that bitterness just spills over. The fantasy football. It, Am I it's right? essentially we're in the age between like where we're not really bitter about everything because we're young, <laughs> but we're not at get off my lawn. Yeah, dude. Nah. Not there yet. No. We're not there yet. No. Um, sorry if you are K Migs, I'll get off your lawn. But um, let's talk about K Migs real quick. I'm gonna kick your gnomes over before I leave. Your team's bad. Yeah, let's talk about K Migs. Let's talk about K Migs. Just just so for everybody else can understand, he he made a trade. It's my understanding it is a super flex tied in premium league. So it's a uh, mouthful, and somebody so just has a quarterbacks are in the flex. Quarterbacks are in the flex. Tight ends okay. are worth catches are worth one and a half. Okay, tight end premium. He made a trade, which was he gave up Danny Dimes, Tyreek, and T.J. Hawkinson. He got Trey Lance, Noah Fant, and Nico Collins. That's one trade. 
His second trade. Do we, want to, do we want to take this one at a time? Yeah, say one at a time. So, Wayne, go ahead. You were tittering. No, no. I, well, I was going to talk, but Goni whipped his mic up to his mouth so <laughs> fast. a sharp that, inhale, man, but I hope I'm, the mic picked dude, up. Man. I'm, le- I'm letting him go first because he almost knocked his teeth out with his mic. He almost. <laughs> almost. Let's hear it. He likes Trey Lance, by the way. I like Trey Lance, but he's losing everywhere else, boys. Danny Dimes, I don't mind sending Danny Dimes away. I don't like him. I think that he may not even have a job next year with the Giants. Yeah. Probably or anywhere. Starting gig. Yeah, or anywhere. He, he'll probably be relegated to the Back bench. Yep. Yeah. And, I mean, you're getting Nico Collins and Noah Fance, who really both aren't very like relevant to me. Neither of them. Noah Fant might. He's had, you know, some success with Drew Locke in Denver. Mm. They're they're both on their way to Seattle. Right. Better team, though. What's that? Denver was a better team. They were a better team, but I'm, I mean. Drew, and the Seahawks are now. Drew, Drew Locke favored him. Regardless, I mean, they have that connection or whatever, but it's a tight end premium. I think it's a downgrade from Hawkinson. Hawkinson, when he's healthy, gets eight to ten targets a game. <laughs> That's what really, like, confused me is – Nico Collins is going to be on this dude's bench. He's got to be on the bench. Nico on. Collins is never going to see the light of day. That was just kind of a throwaway person in there that you got nothing for. Going from Hawkinson to Fant in a tight end premium, I'm just really – why? Why Tyreek? Why did Tyreek have to be in there? And why is Tyreek – I understand that you are we – we were all in agreement that you are um, coming out ahead, obviously, going from Daniel Jones yeah, to – Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Definitely. But what you're losing going from Tyreek to whoever else you're throwing in instead of Tyreek, I think it was Brandon Ayuk is where we – or Russell Gage is. Those are on his roster. It's, yeah, so if you take out Brandon Ayuk and put Tyreek in, and then you take out uh, – Noah Fan was on his bench too, wasn't it? Noah Fan's on his bench. He started Dawson Knox. So there was literally no point for Noah Fant or Nico. So you essentially traded Hawk, Tyreek – for Hawk and Tyreek to improve from Daniel Jones to Trey Lance. Trey Lance. It's an overpay. It's an overpay. Sounds like a major overpay. It's an overpay. Vast overpay. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, man, your friend of the podcast, K Biggs, hit us up before before hitting that accept button. But I, you might be a seasoned vet in fantasy, and I, I, we obviously all are too. We have like 40 years combined fantasy yeah, experience at least, between us. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would have loved to to put, give you our opinion before you accepted that. Because I think that is a it's an overpay. It sounds it's like bad trade. It's bad. Let's just say it's bad trade. It's, yeah. bad trade. it's an overpay. Trey Lance is good. That's a good piece, but you, you got have to give up Tyreek, bro. And that was it. You, you could have given worse. up Ayuk instead of Tyreek, right? I mean, that's still a positive trade for the other player. I think he could have done. I think going from from uh, T.J. Hawkinson to Dawson Knox, who's now in a starting lineup. I think he could have done T.J. Hawkinson and Daniel Jones for Trey Lance, and that would have been fine. In a tight end premium league, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think that's so fair. Well. I think Tyreek served no purpose in that in that trade whatsoever. He must, and there are a lot of people. So I, I don't want to dog you out too much. I feel like we already have, but there's a lot of people that are undervaluing Tyreek, and you might just fall into that category. I'm, I just, I'm not undervaluing him. I think Tyreek, too, is going to be pretty solid this year. I feel like the Dolphins' offense gets better. Maybe he just vastly undervalues Tyreek. And that's his opinion, but it's it's a bad opinion. <laughs> it's, it's that, and also you don't 
know exactly what you're going to get out of Trey Lance, right? I mean, right now it's he's, all speculation. Yeah. You love you love the fact that they spent the draft capital on him, that he's yep. in a good Shanahan offense, mm-hmm. and that he's just going to come in and he's going to set the world on fire, but you haven't seen it out of him. You've seen it out of Tyreek Hill when Tyreek Hill's on the field, albeit with a different team. That's understandable. You might think it's a downgrade coming from Mahomes to Tua, which it is, but – you're also taking a downgrade from TJ Hawkinson in a tight end premium. So yeah, that killed me. That it, killed me. it just seems like you're going more on the speculation of what Tua could be, and you faded Tyreek on what he has been. It was just unnecessary to put Tyreek in that trade at all. If the dude wouldn't trade TJ Hawkinson and Daniel Jones uh, for Trey Lance straight up in a tight end premium league, mm-hmm. then – that dude was probably overvaluing Trey Lance, and he becomes a very hard guy to trade with, and that's okay. It's if if you have people in your league that are just very impossible to trade with, just don't don't try, don't trade with them. Uh, so I'm gonna throw K Migs a bone here and just give a counterpoint. Maybe he got rid of Fant. I'm sorry, Hawkinson. Maybe he likes Dawson Knox better. That's fine. That's fine. And I could I could definitely see his point there. But again, why are we throwing Tyreek in the trade? Right, uh, just I mean, again, I'm looking at his roster. I, I don't see logical jumps to throw Tyreek in there. I just don't. He's got Ayuk, AJ Brown, and Juju. You need you needed Tyreek. Yeah, that's rough. Tyreek helps there. All you right, needed Tyreek. Let me go on to the second facet of this question. Which I hope is, it's I hope it's better, K Mix, because a friend of the podcast. We just want to we want to be sunshine and rainbows. We want the best for you. For you. Bear hugs. <laughs> we want to be sunshine and rainbows for you. He flipped Dobbins in a 23 uh. second. That is J.K. Dobbins in a 23-second for Nicholas Chubb, Russell Gage, and a 23-third. Now, I'm going to take – let me take this one because, you know, K. Miggs is my guy, friend of the podcast. He's a dude. He's a fantasy dude. (laughs) You lost this one, bro. You lost it. I'm on record as saying I'm I'm fading Nick Chubb a little bit. I I think – I'm assuming this is a dynasty league, which it has to be. You gave up a lot of youth – Russell Gage loses Tom Brady after this year, right? I mean, he's a good player. I think we can all agree he's a good player. But he's going to have Kyle Trask, as as of this moment, throwing the ball next year. Or Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Do you see him starting Russell Gage? I mean, is there is there a this world outside of this year where he starts Russell outside Gage? Outside of this year? I don't think so because, let's be honest, next year he's a WR3 without Tom Brady. Because Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans got their contracts. Also, can you can you read his roster? I know we have the roster, and we looked at it before. Just just for the people listening, what exactly this man is is dealing with? Okay, he's got Josh Allen, he's got Nick Chubb, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. He's got Brandon Ayuk, AJ Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, Dawson Knox, Chase Edmonds, Russell Gage, and Trey Lance. So, I think. I think going back to the Dobbins trade for Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, to me that's a loss. Looking at his roster, just the roster construction, he's he's much closer to being in a rebuild than he is agree in a contendership spot, right? Yes. So, yes. with that being said, why go for a guy of Nick Chubb's age? I know he's going to produce more for you be good this, this year, year. Yeah. you know maybe next year as well maybe it, it's just that Dobbins is like 23 years old you're gonna have him on your roster for longer mm-hmm. and you're not ready to compete for a championship with what you have right now in a in a vacuum I like this trade 
but we're not in a vacuum. The man gave us a lot of info on what's going on. He's in the dynasty. Nick Chubb will get you more points this year, but your roster makeup, the way it is, uh, exactly what Goni said, just to piggyback off of him, you're you're not a contending team this year. Yeah. And, and, and he also, did he not say, feel free to rip his team to shreds? Oh, yeah. He, he encouraged the shreddage. Check. I, I, I feel like, you know, don't you kind of feel like he's he's trying really hard to turn, to polish a turd here and try to contend with a team that may not have been. I think that he's just a little too high on guys and he overpaid for them. Here's, here's my, like, hearing about his roster, you had, again, I'm baffled, and, and you might be like, you might be sitting in your chair listening to this like, I had to. He didn't want it, and that's fine. You know, you have a, a, a direct contact with, with Begley here, so any qualms that you have, please let us know for the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I just – if you're fading Tyreek that much for going to the Dolphins, why are you not fading A.J. Brown? Yeah. We're not high on A.J. Brown. Why would you not if, – if the dude that was trading Trey Lance needed another piece, why not – A.J. Brown. I, I don't think – I think you overpaid. I think Hawk and Daniel Jones wasn't even trade for Trey Lance. Yeah. I think anything more is an overpay, but why overpay with – currently with your roster, your best receiver? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, if you add Tyreek back to this roster, if you replace Nick Chubb with Dobbins – and you, if you take Russell Gage out of his flex, he's got guys like Hawkinson as well. If he had Hawkinson on his team, mm-hmm. still, yeah, he I mean, he could play Hawkinson and Knox Haw- same time. He could play. Do you put Hawkins in the flex over Russell Gage? In a tight end premium, yes, probably. You'll you'll pick your spots with Russell Gage because that division's not great. So you'll have some favorable matchups, but Hawkinson is gonna get the volume. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, K Migs, bro. We don't love it. Um, Parting word here, Wayne or Gone, anything that uh, he could do to improve his team besides reversing his trades? <laughs> besides time uh, traveling be honest, and man, not trading? He, he, uh, you made your bed, man. You gave up a lot of uh, a lot of your key guys in Tyreek and Hawkinson. Um, the only thing, I mean, your studs at this point are Josh, Josh Allen. Nick Nietzsche's stud, right? I mean... He's a stud for this year. Yeah, but it's a dynasty. It's a dynasty, I know. I I think you made your bed, my man. I think you're gonna have to maybe trade away CEH for, you know, a first round pick in twenty twenty three. maybe trade AJ Brown for a twenty twenty three first round pick. Um, you're not a contender this year. I'm just gonna I, I hope, you know I hope I'm wrong. Just you know, I I, I don't wanna wish ill on your upcoming season. But if I had to put the mortgage on it, um, five hundred team, at best, mm. at best, I'd actually stand pat with what I have here. I do, I do two things. I'd either stand pat with what I have. AJ Brown is is still a good young piece. He's a good piece. You want to grow with him. Josh Allen's also a good young piece. You're going to want to grow with him. He's the best guy you got on your squad, Josh Allen. And and it's a super flex, so he has value. So the other thing that I was going to say is, if you wanted to trade away Josh Allen for a lesser quarterback and maybe a couple more pieces that are young or some draft picks. I wouldn't hate that either, but you're you're in a rebuild, my man. I'm I'm on record saying I love this 2023. I trade away as many pieces as you can aside from Josh Allen and 
AJ? No, I'm fine trading AJ, man. I don't like AJ either. I just get as many of those first round. Lord, have a fancy yard sale. We don't care about the second or third round. We don't care about the second or third round. Take as many pieces as you can on your roster and try and get first round. That's it. First round picks next year, solely next year, first round, and and make this rebuild. Just it feels like you're kind of toe tapping on a rebuild, competing out, dude. You just need to go at dive head first into a rebuild. Trade your pieces. Keep Josh. I think he keeps Josh Allen. Keep Josh Allen. Keep Trey Lance in the Superflex. You got two young. Yeah, great foundation. Two, yep, two young guys. Obviously, in the Superflex, you want uh, young, good quarterbacks. So I'd hang on to Josh Allen and Trey Lance. See and what Juju just, does this year. See what see what he does. He could be a nice piece. Man. He could maybe see what he does. He, it's, he, it's hold possible. on, hold on. You know, he's a hold. You know how I feel about the second level in the Chiefs offense. I know how I feel. It's um, gross. Yeah, dude. I just try and get as many twenty twenty three first rounders with the pieces that you got currently. All right, K Miggs, you have it, brother. Sorry, man. But outside of that, man, K Miggs, we really appreciate you. Appreciate We're, support, dude. Team sucks. Appreciate support. It's a startup <laughs> podcast, man. So any one person, like we, we really do appreciate your support, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. Your team, Thanks, your team sucks. Rebuild. We had a couple other questions. These ones are from Facebook. Alfonso Lovo says, "I have an offer for Mike Evans, twenty twenty four first. And either Kirk Cousins, DJ Chark, or Calvin Ridley. Which wide receiver would you choose? He's trying to get Mike Evans for a 24 first and one of those three receivers. Christian Kirk, DJ Chark, Calvin Ridley. Who would you choose and why? I would choose. It's for a rebuild, by the way. Say the three one more time. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. He's, he's going for Mike Evans. Christian Kirk. DJ Chark or Calvin Chark. Ridley? He's trying Chark. to pair one of those wide receivers with Chark. a 2024 first, and he's sending away Mike Evans. It's Chark. Oh, he's Chark. sending Mike Evans. Yes, he's in a rebuild. Oh, he's giving away Mike Evans. He's giving away Mike Evans. Oh, yes. Why did he word that so weirdly? Was it just me? No, he worded that weirdly. Okay. Whatever, man. Uh, Who are you taking? Okay, can I speak on this? As a Calvin Ridley owner, I, I think Calvin Ridley's got something to tank. I think he comes back FU mode. <laughs> But well, yeah, I got some in the tank. That man's car's been off for two years. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm prefacing this by saying that I'm a Calvin Ridley owner, so I am optimistic. I think realistically, it would have Ridley's the talent. He's got to go to the Patriots. Christian Kirk, dude. Just but it's got to be Kirk. He got paid the bag. He's the, he's the one. He got paid to be the one. It's it's Kirk. I want to say Ridley though. Bad. He it's not Ridley. It's I want to say really that's a risk. It's, uh, it's a, risk. a major risk. Fade DJ Chark. DJ Chark, you can go ahead and just crumple him up and throw him in the trash. Yeah, yeah. dude. You don't want Chark. Uh, man, why do you have to go? People are killing me with these 2024s, man. He wants to get younger. He's in a rebuild. Christian Kirk, in my opinion, is absolutely the answer. Yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. They I paid mean, him the bag. He's the one. He's with a young, developing, number one overall pick quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, who has yet to reach his potential. He's only had one... Not so good year with Urban Meyer. So He's a great organization. Let's let's just throw that out though. Let's just throw that out. Come on now. Uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be two years removed from football, and he's going to come back. He's going to be twenty nine years old. Twenty eight, right? Uh, maybe twenty eight, twenty nine. I think he's going to be twenty nine in the season. Twenty nine. Wait, here's my thing with Calvin Ridley. Either way, though, here's my thing with Calvin Ridley, and I'll let you continue with your point. Oh, um, please get a Pepsi AC. Dude, just, it's just a little burp. I'm fine. It's a little gassy. Um, so Calvin Ridley, I 
that offense got worse. They got uh, Marcus Mariota throwing the ball. Yeah, he ain't going to be in Atlanta, bro. Desmond Ritter. Um, Atlanta showed their hand um, yeah. by drafting the number one overall uh, wide receiver. Yeah, he gone. Uh, they got Kyle Pitts. It's just so, you know, if he stays in Atlanta, he's not going to be what he was. Mm-mm. But what team can he go to that you think he can be anything what he was before? Christian Kirk just got the bag to be that dude. Yeah. Kirk's the logical answer there. I want it to be Ridley's most talented by far on that list. Yeah, but like he said, like I was going to say before, Ridley's, Ridley's going to come back and he's going to have – a rookie quarterback, essentially. If Desmond Ritter keeps the job, uh, his contract expires. All right, so then you have to hope that he goes somewhere free beneficial. Yeah, it's just too many unknowns. Calvin yeah. Ridley doesn't play football right now. Yeah, I, I understand you're in a rebuild, and it's probably uh, Mike Evans is solid, and you're obviously trading him to somebody that's competing this year, and they need him. Try and get you a 2023 first, man. Agree. Don't don't go for the 2024 dart throw. If you, if it's like if your mind is made up and you're fine with it, you just let me know between these three, then I'll just give you the flat out answer. Christian Kirk, we all agree, but try and get you twenty twenty three first. I'm okay with the twenty twenty three like the tenth pick in the twenty twenty three draft. Yes. It's that deep. Yes. Yes. So we, it doesn't matter where he finishes. Yeah, if you're just worried because that dude's a stud and he's gonna he's probably gonna win the league and give you the one twelve, that's fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that next year. All right, moving onwards, we have one from Zedekiah Paget. Hang on, sign to that. let's give him another chance on that one. I wow. feel like Zedekiah. He, he wasn't. He wasn't confident in how Did he his said mic it. Cut out. Maybe his mic cut out. Here, hang on. Read it. Read it in your head, and then uh, spit it out fluently. Let's hear it again. Zedekiah. Bang. Paget. Wow. It's way better. Zedekiah. Way wonderful. better. He put a question mark at it at the beginning. Let's let's get a, <laughs> let's get exclamation points. Zedekiah asks in a ten-team PPR. Would you rather have DK Metcalf or T. Higgins? T. Higgins. <laughs> Snap call. It's T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins has, has wide receiver one potential in their <laughs> offense, too. Wayne? I, I hate that I have to agree. It's T. Higgins. Uh, DK Metcalf's situation got far worse. Far worse. Where would he have to go to put you above T. Higgins? Uh, it, a lot of different places. Okay, I, I, I just hate Seattle's offense. I hate Drew Locke. Dude, why do I keep going through like squeaking? Let me give you a scenario, okay? Let me give you a, a, a team, and you tell me if you take DK Metcalf over yes. T Higgins if he's on this team. I would. Tennessee. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. With Pittman there? Yeah. What about you? Tennessee Colts. Do you take? Metcalf over T. Nah. No, nah, I don't do that. But you faded. You've been fading DK Metcalf from the jump. I mean, when we're talking about T. Higgins versus DK Metcalf, T. Higgins is tied to Joe Burrow for the next three years or so. Yeah. If he goes to the Colts, Matt Ryan is probably done after this year, right? He's 37, 38. Let, he hang on. Let me, not, let me not confuse this. Zedekiah. I'm taking T. Higgins as is. Right now, the way the situations and the rosters yeah. are currently, I'm taking T. Higgins. I asked an answer. We're just playing hypotheticals. Yeah, I just I wanted to give him uh, I wanted to give him okay. a black okay. and white answer, bef- and then go into the hypotheticals that I'm going currently the current roster makeup in the NFL. Now I'm going T. Higgins. I agree with both of you because there's a lot going on with DK right now, right? 
yeah. in the offseason. He's not going to be in Seattle, I don't think. I think he is this year. Why, why, why pay him? Why? They're, they're clearly punting for a draft pick. Because he's still young. And they need fans. Who else are the fans going to root for? Kenneth Walker. Exciting. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, who else are they paying? They got the Nobody. money. They, they cut the Bobby. DK Metcalf is still paying. young. Like they can they cut Bobby. They, they like Bobby keep, Wagner was a big money maker there. He's gone. Yeah, they can they, keep DK Metcalf for another eight productive years, and it's they fine. They won't. They won't. He's gone. I mean, productive. That's that's. What if he goes to Cleveland? Cleveland. That's a pretty good spot. I love it. That'd be great. Depending on if Deshaun Watson ever plays again. Do you take DK right now if he signs with Cleveland tomorrow? Over T Higgins. Yeah. Yes. Here's my okay. Let me probably would. Can can I give you a hypothetical? Yeah. If DK Metcalf and T Higgins swap teams, who do you like? DK Metcalf. (laughs) What? Straight up, who's the better receiver? DK Metcalf. So you just gotta say if he goes into a better team, it doesn't even have to be as good. Because, because we, we all agree that DK Metcalf is the better receiver. So if he just goes to a slightly better team, slightly worse situation than T. Higgins, we're going with the better receiver, right? He does have the talent over T. Higgins. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So he doesn't need to be in as good of a situation as T. Higgins is in. He's just got to be not in a dumpster fire of Seattle. He's got, T. Higgins has got continuity. He's never getting the cornerback one because Chase is going to get that. He's going to be going against quarterback twos, a lot of single coverage. And he's comfortable with Burrow, man. It's the system. They're not, that core is intact, like you said, for three years, right? Uh, dude, I, I, I can't wait, wait to hear this play back because you've had, had the mic here the whole time and you've just been doing this. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Boys, T. Higgins T. was Higgins. the unanimous pick. Concrete. T. Higgins. Zedekiah. Zedekiah. Thank you, sir. Steven Molina asks... Pick a side, sixteen team, half point PPR. My God, a whole lot of teams. A little hard to come by. Yes, very hard to come by. Devontae Adams or DJ Moore and Allen Robinson. I already know where Wayne's going. (laughs) Would they give you scoring details? Half point PPR. Is it? Is it a? uh, Is it a dynasty? It is. Oh, easy money. Regardless DJ of Moore, Allen Robinson, right? Regardless of my love of DJ Moore, that's easy money. Just not just, so fast, my friend. No, Are we hang sure on. About that? Hang on. Just look yeah. at it. Let's look at the points that DJ Moore. It's a sixteen team. It doesn't score touchdowns, by the way. It's it's a sixteen four a year. That's what you're getting. It's a sixteen team. Right. Which means if you can shore up two positions with solid players, go ahead and shore them up. Well, I can't argue with that. Adams is certainly better than those two and a half point PPR. Yeah, but that's not that's not the question. But you I have see what limited you're depth. If you have Devonte Adams or he's a touchdown Le- maniac. If you have Devon, would you take Levante Adams or Le- and Le- who's Levante Adams? Levante David and Levante Adams had a love child. Made it Levante Adams. I mixed. I'm see, mixed. he must be a rookie. He must Levante be, yeah. Adams. Yeah, rookie. Out of Florida State. I'm gonna, Super I'm gonna, sleeper. I'm going to take my licks here, Mad Mob. I'll give him a couple seconds to, to get it in. Has this guy ever done this before? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear it, bro. Okay. I deserve it. You're going to laugh when you realize who I mixed him up with. <laughs> um, 
Would you rather have DJ Moore and Allen Robinson in your starting lineup? I feel like he's going to say Latavius Murray. That's the name that popped into my head. Or Devontae Adams and LaVisca Chenault. You gotta Not think. hard. You gotta think. DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, all that day. required a strong Come on exhale. I know. I, I, I see what you're saying. You guys are right. The, that's the right answer. But it's harder for me than it, I think it is for you guys. Just from a touchdown perspective, and half point PPR touchdowns are everything. And who scores more touchdowns than Devonta from the from the wide receiver position? Um, I, I'll put a doink bet that DJ Moore combined with Allen Robinson score more touchdowns than Devonta Adams. Mmm. Spicy. That that would put. That Allen Robinson would have to have like eight touchdowns if you okay. just put them on their average. Okay. What's wrong with that? Do you think he gets eight? I, I love. I love, yeah, I think he gets eight. I love when Beckley makes a point and I just come back at him with a doing bet and it just absolutely refutes his. You know why he's point. so down on him? Because he had him last year and he got burned. So he thinks Allen Robinson's not good for some. He's reason. in that bet category he's, for me. He's also yeah, he he's is. also he drafted Devontae Adams in his. Um, I like in, I like the Raiders his, in, in the last episode, so he's trying to defend it. Ah, uh, I don't think I can do it because because I, mm. I can't I can't do the door. So dude, so serious. man, that that answers your question. You take Allen Robinson, DJ Moore. Yeah, take take the depth on it. I mean, it's sixteen teams. I said it's the it. right answer. All right, I said it's the right answer. <laughs> it, it's but I'm easy just money. making it harder. It's about easy it, money. Allen Robinson, DJ Moore. Get off my back. Easy money, boys. Jason Bouquet. Are we sure it's not Bouquet? It's Bouquet. He's really struggling with these names. Yeah, man. Maybe you should just find these are potential mad mob supporters. Maybe you should just find John Smiths if you can't figure out the name, man. Wow. Jason asks, "Would you trade Nick Chubb for Rashad White in a 2023 first? Did I pronounce that enough? Yes, I would. Did I do that? Yes, I would. Whoa, Nick Chubb for Rashad White in a 2023 first. Dynasty. Yeah. Yes. You can't trade first if they're not if you're not a dynasty, bro. You don't. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever done this before, man? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Uh, yes, Man. that's yeah. I like Rashad White. That's just I do. I think he's I think he's a, gets on the field as a rookie. I mean, you're a Tampa guy. He's better. I think he's better than Gio Bernard. Um, he's he's not going to see the field this year. We signed Gio. We paid him. Uh, sure, sure. Leonard Fournette's going to be running it. Gio's going to be catching it. Rashad White's going to be sitting on the side. I like it. I like Rashad um, White. The only thing that's saving this is that 2023 draft class is spicy. I do it. I'm not as high on Nick. I like Rashad White. He was good at Arizona State. You you lose you lose. I, th- I mean, this goes without saying. You're a smart enough guy that you know this. Um, you lose heavily this year. Um, part of sure. it. Part of it for me is um, where that draft pick is. Yeah, guaranteed. Because going with you know somebody like going from. <laughs> you have to assume it's a contender. Trading for Why is his job, gastrointestinal right? tract just so riddled? I don't know, man. It's just it's funk it's healthy. Tonight. It's healthy. It's, it's healthy. It's getting the bad stuff out of my system. It's healthy. I've heard you belch into the mic at least five times today. You haven't heard me belch into the mic. You the only reason you've known is because I've turned away from the mic. You you've belched sh- <laughs> shortly outside the mic's ready. <laughs> boys, boys, what are you doing here, Nick Chubb? I'm, 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 I'm the taking pick. the trade. Hey, I'm not hang on, hang on, hang on. Goni hates when we get off track. I kind of love it. He I kind of like getting off track on purpose because he's that's fine, man. You're, you're talking about Levante week. Adams over here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's I, get back on track, Goni. Grow up, <laughs> Goni. What do you do? Let's hear your thoughts. I'm I'm gonna keep Nick Chubb and I'm gonna look for something better. I don't I don't like Rashad White being the piece that he gets. It to me, it's you're getting 
You're getting two dart throws. I know the 2023 first is a it's a good class. Don't get me wrong. Everyone knows it. And Rashad White, you just don't know what he's going to do, and he's going to be if he does get the role next year. There's going to be no Tom Brady. The yeah. offense is going to be anemic. It's going to be terrible. He's probably not going to be the workhorse. So give me no. someone with a higher chance of upside. Give me a, a Spiller. Give me a Cook, a James Cook. If you, you like Spiller over Rashad White? This guy's the quarterback? Just the quarterback in the offense, yeah. Rashad White's a better prospect. That's understandable, but his, he's in a worse situation. Okay. Boys. Wow. Don't. Don't take Rashad White. We're the kings of drafting third-round running backs and letting them die. <laughs> happened hey, I, that, that is fact. Literally happened last year. That's fact. Was the Duggernaut a third-round pick also? I know he went there to die. He uh, had a good couple years. The Duggernaut was the biggest waste of money. Five-year, uh, $100 million contract and yeah. had one good year. Yeah. Um, Rashad White's going to be nothing for you. He's going to be absolutely nothing for you. Mm. Hold firm on Nick Chubb. Um, you can mm. you can 100 and 10% get better for Nick Chubb. I like Rashad White. You'll see me draft him with the 112 this year if Damian Pierce is gone. Fair enough. Frank I. Miller asks, who is your dynasty wide receiver three? A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Devontae Adams, or Tyreek Hill? Who's your dynasty wide receiver three? Like the wide receiver three. Say it, say it one more time. A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Devontae Adams, or Tyreek Hill? Adams. Dynasty, my guy. The wide receiver three. Adams. CeeDee Lamb. I'm CeeDee Lamb as well. Yeah, listen. Dynasty. Let's, talk, let's talk about CeeDee Lamb for a minute. I, for some reason. This episode might go two hours, and I'm okay with it dying on this hill right here. For some reason, for some reason, like... When you say dynasty to Begley, like he just he just throws it out the window. He doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't care. Listen, doesn't you're care. overvaluing age. Right. You're now. undervaluing age. Devonta yeah. Adams is what, twenty eight, twenty nine? I mean, he's got three, four good years. Twenty nine at least. Might okay. be thirty. I put I him think on three be years. Thirty this year. You say a three year window. Okay. Put him on three years. Okay. He's, I think he's elite. Elite elite. Right? You guys have him in the Hall of Fame, you said. Yeah, with right? Aaron Rodgers. C D Lamb. Okay. Hall was not great Aaron last Rogers. year. Okay. He was second in the league in drops. Yes, he's in line to get a lot of volume. Let's see what he does this year. You hate volume. I love volume. I love volume. He's in line to get a lot of volume, though, right? I love volume. So then my question right, for you is, volume. would you rather have CeeDee Lamb or Devontae Adams in three? Who's going to have the better year in three years, CeeDee Lamb or Devontae Adams? Uh, CeeDee Lamb, is he's the guy that always has a lot of hype but never quite delivers on the hype. He, he hasn't yet. He hasn't yet for two years, and he delivered one of those two years. He didn't really, and he was decent for the he second. He didn't year. really deliver on the hype his rookie year. He really didn't. Look at his numbers, bro. Do he you definitely didn't. Do you even watch year. Cowboys games? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just hang on a second. You guys can talk. I'm going to look up where he it's, finishes. It's C.D. Lamb for me for sure. A.J. Brown doesn't no. play on as good of an offense. He's not tied to Dak Prescott. They don't throw the ball as much. Well, A.J. Brown never played for Dak Prescott. <laughs> they never played with Dak Prescott. They've never been on the same team. You ever done this before? Okay. What did I say? I said he, AJ. You, you, you juxtapose about three of the players. Well, what I'm saying is, CeeDee Lamb never done this is the better prospect to have as the wide receiver three. In a dynasty, yes. In a dynasty, yeah. I, I, I He's wide receiver 22 and wide receiver 19. He was hyped to be a wide receiver one, right? Okay. Uh, 
listen, the way the offense threw the ball last year, there was plenty of volume to go around for him to be wide receiver one. Hey, does, Couldn't cut it. Does Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson leave him behind 165 I'm not worried about Cedric Wilson. Not worried about those, but he will get some of Amari's targets. So, so with but I think Dallas is less explosive with the WR one leaving behind over a hundred targets this year. Does and he finished a WR nineteen. Does that not leave a clear path to WR one? There's a path. He'll under deliver. I like Devonta better. I think Devonta definitely has a better two year stretch. CD Wilson. I think is my he answer. starts tailoring in the third. CD Wilson is my answer. It's not difficult. Yeah, no, it, it's. I think Adams is better. CD Lamb two years. as well. Josh Broel asks. Oh my gosh, man! What's right? man? Hey, What's hey, Josh? Mad Mob. What a hater. Mad Mob. When you message Holy us crap. on Facebook, can you put like how to pronounce your name in parentheses, <laughs> like oh they do in the dictionary? Gosh, put the phonetics in there. These guys are absolutely hate. Maybe he just had some indigestion. I, if, if take a Pepsi AC, If it was some indigestion, then I feel him. Maybe he was plugging Pepsi AC. Maybe he was just like kind of throwing up. Yeah. Maybe he threw up in his Sponsor mouth saying, Josh Broll. Josh Broll ass. And a 12-team super flex <laughs> PPR. What's, what's a better thing to supplement fantasy football people than Pepsi AC? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a bunch of fat, beer-drinking, pizza-eating slobs. <laughs> Pepsi AC, bad mob. I know. Uh, chicken wings as well. Don't forget that. There's, there's a guy somewhere that's driving trying to dip his chicken wings in branch right now. <laughs> Boys, we, I hope he raises it in the rear view. <laughs> yep, yep, that's me. Here. <laughs> Would you accept this trade? He trades Michael Pittman and a 23 third, which will be the 301 or 302. Doesn't matter. And really. he will receive <laughs> Jerry Judy, your boy, Beggs, uh-huh. and a 23 second. Should be a 202 or 203. This is a fair trade. His other wide receivers are Lamb. DK, Godwin, Elijah Moore, wow. Tony, John Mechie, Alec Pierce, and DJ Chark. I Do wish it. I played in his league. Do it. Get those kind of receivers. Do it. Uh, Michael Pittman, I think we all agree he's a back-end WR1, right? Yeah. Like back-end. Like Michael w- Pittman, yeah. Yeah, um, I think he was the 11 or 12 for sure. I think Jerry Judy, we had him as a um, mid-to-back WR2. Correct. Um, 2023, if you know it's going to be a 201, 202, that's that's still a good pick. Yeah. And you've got I some do it. you've got some stud receivers, my guy. The way your roster's made up. Yeah, dude. Why are you trading for a receiver? Flip him for a running back. Maybe it's maybe it's more about the pick. The second it round pick? A, the second round pick? A, an early second round in the twenty twenty three is fine. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, dude. I mean Pittman has a better year this year. I think Judy's if you're great watching on future. YouTube, can we take a minute and just like just really just Look at the ham hocks on bags. <laughs> he, he's, Hope you heard that he's, the mic. he's riding all the way up, just showing off what peak it's male performance is short shorts. Like. I have a minute to be on a camera, boys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it hang. That's fine. That's I'll let fine. it hang. You can see my belly button through my shirt and my ham hocks. I'm letting it hang, baby. Uh, I'm tell- hey, if you watched last episode, I, I had some serious side boob poking out. <laughs> yeah. Forgot to put my bra on before the episode. Are we unanimous with Jerry Judy? Yeah, he take it. Uh, yeah. It's easy for me. Michael Just Pittman doesn't have – Matt Ryan might not be there next year, well, right? It, it's not necessarily that. I think my, Pitt, Michael Pittman's going to be good. He's just got a stable of great receivers. Yeah, agreed. Get you, get, you a little, get you a little bite of that 2023 and, and get younger. Okay. You guys will probably appreciate how I pronounce the next one. It's nice and easy. I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way to hate on it, Please be Chad. His name is Guy Edward. Did I say that right? 
Any any pronunciation issues? It's like a little more pause between the first and last name, but yeah, yeah. sure, it's fine. Coolman. He wants to know how God many works. firsts would you He's say? Coolman. 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 Cool whip. How many firsts would you say Kyle Pitts is worth in a 1.75 tight end premium league? A lot. How many is that? I, I would say no would more three? than three. Yeah. Three. I would go up to three. Would you do them all in the same draft? Yeah. yeah. I'd squeeze them all into 2024 if I could. Sure. Okay. I would not do three twenty twenty three twenty. You two, three twenty twenty three ones. Legit. I think you all agree with me here. Hopefully, you've got a decade, a decade of solid um, performance out of the tight end position yeah, with Kyle Pitts. He's a wide receiver playing a tight end. Decade. Yes. Uh, I, I'm. I'm always a firm believer in if you've got a young stud that you know is a stud and proven. Um, forget the picks. Take the proven guys. Always. We always do that. Yes. Easy one. Next. Easy one. Thanks, guy. Thanks, Thanks guy. Thanks, Gooey Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary Lee. He just shipped off Mooney in a 12-team Superflex. That broke Goni's Goni's upset. How did he do? He received Zamir White and Christian Watson for Darnell Mooney. I'm curious to see how you haters... And think uh, he did. He lost. And, well, hang on. 12-team Superflex. Dynasty? Yes. He lost. No. I hate Christian Watson with a burning passion. He lost. Why? Aaron Rodgers hates rookies. He's going to be a rookie for one year. It's a dynasty. That is how that works. Josh he, Jacobs is an unrestricted free agent next I, year, and Zemir White's going to take in the number one role. I so if you got it. next year, you've got Christian Watson and – Aaron Rodgers magically doesn't hate him anymore because it's his second year in his Packers uniform. And Zamir White is now the number one in your beloved Raiders offense. Christian Watson never caught more than 50 balls in a year in college at North Dakota State with Trey Lance throwing on the ball. I didn't know that. With Trey Lance throwing on the ball. He looks like Randy Moss. He plays like a Canadian football player. Hard pass for me. Give me Darnell Moody as much as I hate Fields. Breaking ground right here. You took a Bears player for Dynasty. Give me, give me the guy that's going to be a number one RB next year, and give me a guy that's going to be number two. You don't think he's going to be number one next year? He might be, but he tore his ACL twice in college. It's a maybe for Zamir White. I don't think it's a maybe. Give me the guy who's going to get 160 targets. Yeah, guaranteed in the offense. Christian Watson. By the time he comes of age, as far as NFL goes, to be garnering any targets, Aaron Rodgers, MVP Aaron Rodgers, is probably going to be on his way out. I take uh, my answer is Zamir and Christian Watson. Okay. Darnell Mooney from Delta. Darnell Mooney, and it's not close. It's not close I, at all. You lost any, that trade, any, bro. Any answer that that Begley gives, he his period is not even close. It's not close, dude. <laughs> he, he, could, not close. he could mull it over for a week, and he'll finally come up with an answer and spit it out. It's not even close. Boys, this one is kind of a, a deeper question. I, I like these every once in a while here. It's from Ronnie Pompeo. Have, a little cutie to get through this one, or should we yeah, take a break? I guarantee you whatever my answer is, it's not even going to be close. <laughs> not even a little? No. Well, let's find out. You're going to have to repeat the question to me for sure, though. I have to say it first. Ronnie Pompeo asks. (laughs) (laughs) Can can you set up a Facebook account? (laughs) He's trying to round out the end of his bench. 
right, Mr. Pompeo. He has Romeo Dobbs and Josh Palmer to choose from. Romeo Dobbs? Yes. Okay. So. I've never thought I'd ever hear that name. He has Dobbs. Okay. But Palmer has been sitting on waivers for a while. Both are attached to great quarterbacks, but Herbert's younger. Who do you like? 12-team PPR. I Palmer. You guys drafted Palmer. Yeah, I take Palmer all day. It's not even, yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> I know they're both attached. Palmer, though, looks like he's got the upside. It, he looks he looks yeah. good already. Dobbs is like yeah, the guy. Yeah, we got him. Like, we pick like him up. He's like the hot so. guy right now. You know what I mean? He's a hot name. I like Palmer. I agree. I agree. It's not even close. This next one is from. <laughs> this next one is from Corey Vanderzweep. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm weak. Corey Vanderzweep. We could spell it. There's no way we could spell it off his pronunciation. Bro, there's a Z in there. For sure. I nailed that one. For sure. Hey, Sorry, hey we Corey. have some listeners in Brussels. Is this him? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Gob just pooped on his family crest. If so, sorry, bro. Vandersweet. Vandersweet. Just try, as you were saying, like the end of that name, just move your mic slowly away from your faces. Oh, Vander. And then you don't botch it. It's fine. There you go. 12-team super flex. (laughs) Would you take the 101 in Mike Williams or the 103 in A.J. Brown? 101 Mike Williams, not even close. Like, Mm. real talk, it's not even close. Snap call. It's not even close. Like that's not. I'm not even making fun of you there. That's not even close. Super flex. Dynasty. Yeah. Uh, there's picks. They're all you know dynasty, me? bro. Yeah, there's picks. That's the joke, morons. Uh, yeah, I take Mike Williams in the one for sure. That's an easy one for that me is as well. A very, I'd take Mike Williams in the 103 over AJ Brown in the 101. Yeah, yeah I would too. A lot of AJ Brown questions, man. People are a little nervous. Don't know. Jalen Hurts. Uh, Mad Mob Jalen Hurts is not good at tossing He's the pigskin. Horrible at passing the ball. It's more of an age thing, I guess. If you want to choose AJ Brown, but. I just I don't trust in him, right? Same thing, and he gets hurt also. He's been – I mean, Mike Williams has been injury-prone somewhat over the you've, last couple of years. You've got a lot of cons with A.J. Brown. I feel like you have more cons with A.J. Brown. Take um, the quarterback. You have uh, you have the injury, the age, the quarterback. Like, you just too many cons with A.J. Brown to really cons. fall in love with him. Tons of cons. Not even close. Another – Mike. this is between two guys that I love here. There's three in here. Jacob Nelson asks, in a 12-team startup – do you take Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, or Christian Watson? Uh, Mike Mike Williams, right? I, I think we can take Christian Watson out of it. If it's between these three at the same point in time, I, I don't think we're all high enough on Christian Watson. So it's pretty much down to Cortland Sutton and Mike Williams. I, here's my thing with him. Mm, that's kind of tough. Because Cortland Sutton's got like a couple years younger than Mike Williams. Yeah. I, I agree, but my thing is Jerry Judy is also like the same age as Cortland Sutton. He's always going to be second fiddle. You got to think Keenan Allen's only got like one more year in him, right? That's why I like Judy. Probably. He's a baby. He's only like 22, 23. He's Judy is. Yeah, he's a baby. So Sutton's Cortland's, 26. Yeah. Cortland Sutton's always going to have competition. Always. Um, but so I, is Mike with Keenan, right? Yeah. No, I think Keenan Allen's got one more year in him. That's it? Okay. I mean, I had him ranked. I had Keenan Allen behind Mike Williams. I think this is the year where Mike Williams takes the jump, and I said Keenan Allen – Possibly gets a uh, sees the decline. I think Mike Williams is that dude. Um, second half of this year, uh, moving on to the next two years. I'm Mike Williams also. But but is it is it close? Yeah, for I'm me not, it I'm is. I'm not joking. I guess for me close. it really is. It's, yeah, it's close. Uh, I, Christian Watson aside, it's it's close between the yeah. other two. 
I probably take Mike. I feel like he's more of a passing pie there because Denver's still going to run for sure. More and so you, you just got to think like game. there is no light at the end of the tunnel for Corlin Sutton. He's always going to have Jerry Duty there siphoning. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This one is from Chris Allman. Boys, in a startup, do you feel it's necessary? Would you rather have one draft with the rookies included or two drafts separately, veterans and rookies? Uh, didn't we do this before? Didn't we have the same issue? Uh, it might have been for the league that I was starting this year. I think we did. Took a vote. I think we did vets, then rookies separate, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I, I like, like it that. together, personally. Together? I don't, I don't one think one I draft? the vote, yeah. Why not? Why, what's the point of separating them? What's, what's, what's the plus of? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Some people, just the thrill of the draft in general. I like a couple different little caveats on the two draft. One I tried to incorporate being. Oh, this is, are you going to say what I think you're going to say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, listen to this, Mad Mob. It, for for Goni's one of my favorite people in like in terms of like figuring little shenanigans to make things better. Listen to what he's about to say, and you need to. I, I hate it because the league we're in, it got voted down, but I loved it. Uh, so if you're if your group of friends like enjoy little caveats and little things to make things interesting, just listen to what Goni's about to tell you because it's it's. I wish we would have done it. So some people like to do the draft as. You have your veteran draft, you get your order, and then in the rookie draft, they will just do the reverse order of that. Some people will randomize your rookie drafts just just like you did on the veteran. The caveat, which I find a little more interesting, is a kicker placeholder, meaning that in the veteran draft, whoever the first player is to draft a kicker, you'll get the 101, the 201, the 301, so on and so forth. Yeah, you voted against yes, it. Yes, you did. I voted against you it. You voted yeah. with the crowd, man. It was an accident. Yep. I you were a follower on that one. I was. We were trying to blaze a new trail, and you yep. said no. Sheep. It was overwhelming. I wasn't the deciding Sheep. vote, right? Because yeah. I love that idea. No, because there was three total. There was three total. Yeah. You had um, reverse of veteran, you had randomize it, and you had kicker placeholder. You're a sheep. I certainly hope. Wait, yeah. I, it was purely accidental. Kicker placeholder, though. It sounds like a lot of fun. You you go ahead, say, you know, which you can strategize even for, say, Brees Hall is, is the 101. You could take a kicker in the sixth round or the seventh round and lock up that 101 pick, and you know you have Brees Hall. So, obviously, wherever you draft your kicker in order, so say I was to choose a kicker before anyone else, I would have the first overall pick in the rookie draft. Say Beggs was the next one to draft the sure. kicker. He'd have all the number two picks and so on and so forth. Give it a try, guys. It's a lot it, of fun, and it adds an element of strategy. It really does because it's like now you're thinking, like, maybe I'll take Justin Tucker in the second or third so I can get Brees Hall. Yeah. You would draft a kicker where you would normally draft Brees Hall, right, essentially is what you're doing? A little bit earlier because you get the best kicker. Uh, and I know kickers are kickers, but, like, Justin Tucker is also that dude. He's going to get you more points than. And it also changes up the draft board because you might thinking you're going to get sniped by someone, and then they go ahead and pick a kicker on their strategy, so that guy falls to you. And it just has a, it, it's a cool domino effect with you know a lot of moving parts. I, I to think it. the issue was like there's a like Goni said there's a lot of moving parts. Um, Begley's not known for his drafting prowess, so he's probably just nervous to shake things up. He a saw bit. the team I drafted. I know. Well, but but back to my question: Why why not draft them together? Because you can put Brees Hall on the spectrum. It's not like it's boring, right? You, normally, your one through seven in rookie drafts are pretty chalk. 
I just twelve. The o- the only reason I wouldn't do that is if you were doing like reverse order, like the you don't want to completely shaft to do like if you want to throw somebody a bone and like the one one in the veteran is now the one twelve and the rookie. Yeah, he's the worst of both worlds, right? The one once. Right? Yeah, but see, I'd rather have that than what got voted for our league, which was random orders on both. Yeah, so you could have the one. That's just the one, crap one sheet. and the one one. Yeah, who voted for that? Uh, you, sheep. You. <laughs> you did, man. It was purely an accident. Can you rescind my vote, Kamish? No, okay. no, I can't. It's already been it's in place. In. Well, there we go. Picks um, have been made. I hope you get the one twelve both both drafts, sir. I have the 110, I believe, and oh, I have an, an additional first-round pick and an additional third-round pick. I think I, I – sorry, I didn't mean to caress your knee ever so slightly there. Um, I think I have the 112, don't he I? He does. <laughs> he does have the 112. In, in the rookie? No, in the veteran draft. I don't know where he's at in the rookie. Probably the 112. Hey, Mad Mob, I love playing from behind. I, like, Wow. Man. Dude, I should open that app and look and see where I'm drafting. Hey, probably Mad wow. Mob. Hey, remind me to tell the anti-clutch story. It's, it'll be a nice sign it's off. It's not yeah. that important. It'll be a nice. We're gonna sign run off. out of time. What's the next question? <laughs> Another question from Vanilla P. Von Schweetz. Von Schweetz. Schwimmer. Another question from Jeremy Hans. It's a twelve-team superflex, half PPR, six-point passing touchdown league. Point PPR, six point t- passing touchdown. That's weird. Yep. Tua, Dallas Goddard, a 23 first and a 24 first, or Lamar Jackson? Give me Tua. Tua, Goddard, and the two picks? The, literally not even close. It's six point passing touchdowns, dude. Tua's going to be passing more than, than Lamar is. Tua's got Jalen like Waddle, Mike Gasecki, and Tyreek Hill, and Lamar Jackson's got Mark Andrews. <laughs> Lamar is that deep, bro. It's six-point passing touch. Right, give me Tua. Give me Dallas. Give me that 2023 and 2024 first, and it's not even close. I'm on board. These questions in a vacuum are hard because you don't know who his other quarterback is. Nope. If he had another quarterback that he could lean on, then take Tua's side. If Lamar's his ace and he's rolling with, you know, Justin Fields. Can I can I ask you a question, Goni? Because I, I don't I don't want to ask you because you're trying to make a point. In a six point passing touchdown, does is there a clear path for Tua to be a better fantasy quarterback than Lamar? He'd have to have a major blow up year, like a major like a Josh Allen esque two years ago. How many passing touchdowns year? for him to be? On par. I'm not saying blow Lamar out of the water. On par with Lamar. 30 plus. Yeah, I was going to say off the top of my head, 35. Is that possible with Tyreek, Gusecki, and Jalen Waddle? How many How no. many touchdowns are you assuming? How many touchdowns does Tyreek get this year? I put him on six to eight. I was going to say at least nine. I say six to eight. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a little lower. I mean, it reflected my ranking. Six? To eight, yeah. I mean, there's I mean we no... don't know what Miami's going to be. It's sort of project Miami. They're going to run the ball. They're going to. They, 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 they brought the, over the entire 49ers organizational like coaching staff. They threw the ball the eighth most times last year, though. It's a totally new regime. You can't look at last year. It's it. You can't. It's hard to evaluate Miami. You can put them on whatever you want. Totally new coaching staff. 
okay, I understand that I it's think, totally think, new coaching I staff. I think Tyreek and Jalen easily get 10 touchdowns. You don't each, go out and get Tyreek Hill if you plan on not throwing the ball. I think Gusecki gets a couple tutties. I think he can get every bit of six touchdowns. You don't. That's 26 that, just You don't go out players. and pay Tyreek Hill the 30 plus million dollars a year that he got either without throwing the ball. I don't I I do think that they will throw the ball. I just think they will run more than what they did I, last I year. I think there's 25 touchdowns on that Dolphins offense between three players. Mm. I just I don't I don't just don't see a world where Tua is close to Lamar. Just don't see it. The world is six point passing touchdowns. That's the world. I probably try to move one of the first to a second. Um, I'm sorry. Wait, I, I would I would go on the Lamar side here. I was trying to, but he's also getting Dallas Goddard a 2023 first and a 2024 first. I love it. It's good I, capital. I, I, I mean, how do you feel about Goddard? We're, I mean, no, we none of us love Goddard. No, back end tight end one. I think but he's all he's right. A starter. He's all right. Yeah, I mean, he's a starting tight end. He's going to start on your squad. The 2023 one we love. Yeah. 2024, we don't, we, you know, it's hard to tell. You don't, know, you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's a first round dart throw. Those are more accurate. God. If you believe Lamar in Tua, if you believe dude. in Tua, bro, I think Six that this is a great him. trade. If you believe in Tua, dude, in our startup dynasty that you became a part of, this man right here for our team drafted Josh Allen in the ninth round. Mm-hmm. He proceeded to be the quarterback one, mm-hmm. came out last year. Proceeded to be legs. the quarterback one. Two has got legs. Two it on the fucking legs. Spice. <laughs> this guy. That one got me riled up. When he said two had legs, I saw red immediately because that motherfucker I ain't got no the, fucking legs. I saw the twinkle in his eye. He man. ain't got no fucking legs, oh, dude. Oh, God. He has no legs. He looked like. You ever see Chappelle's show? Yeah, I've seen it, man. <laughs> the. the the Prince one where he says the shirts versus the blouses. Bro, hang on a second. Let me. I'm gonna pull up a stat on how little legs Tua's got. So you're gonna start off by saying Tua ain't got no legs. Yeah. Boys, I'm, how far in are we? I, I'm almost out of questions. Unless you want me to pick up. We're forty minutes. In. Do you want me to pull up a couple more? We're yeah. Forty minutes. Yeah. How many questions do you have? After are they good? This, it's. A quick one, Amon Ra and Elijah Moore, which one? And then what's the value on James Robinson? Actually, two more. I'll, I'll, I'll go to Reddit after you do that. Okay. All right, you ready? Hang on, no, 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 I'm not ready. Two don't have no legs, man. He's not going to have Josh Allen-type legs. No, he ran for 120 yards last year. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying though, what was – the main thing about Josh Allen in his first two years was he was horribly inaccurate. inaccurate yeah. And then he took the step. He became extremely accurate, and that helped his game overall. He wasn't. He's he was one because of his legs. Yeah, I agree. Tua has no chance of getting into that round because he, he doesn't run the ball. But I'm saying, I understand that. But Lamar Jackson's not a quarterback one, not the quarterback one, rather. But Lamar has a much better chance of being quarterback one than Tua. Much better. We'll see this We're year. We're not arguing that. We're not yeah. arguing that Lamar but, is going to be. But you're capping your upside for a couple first-round picks. And Dallas Goddard. Hey, I mean, come on. I, mean, is, I, think, I think Lamar, at the end of the season, I think Lamar is within three positions up to a. Well, then in that case, you're snap calling the trade. I don't think that. I think I think there's ten at least ten spots difference. I had Lamar lower than everyone on our 
quarterback rankings. I had him at 11, so I'm fading him this year. I, I personally, I, I like the the haul that he's getting. Okay. I just I hate the Begley foot flops, dude. He hates Ravens play. He hates the Ravens because Lamar doesn't have anybody to pass to. I don't hate the Ravens. I said they're going to run the ball and play good defense. That's why I didn't have Mark. I had Mark Andrews as my number two quarterback instead of the one. God forbid. Um, okay, so Lamar Jackson's going to not throw any touchdowns this year. That's what I was going to say. So if Lamar runs for a thousand yards and he passes for two thousand yards and like fifteen touchdowns, is that a QB one? Tua season? has Tua has a better season if that's the case. Pat, what kind of rush touchdowns does he get? Eight. I don't know. Eight's really good for a quarterback. Like really, really good. For Lamar, is that good? What's he do? What's, do you know what he's done historically? I'm just curious. I mean, not off the top of my head. Lamar's going to throw for more than 2,000 yards. Here's, uh, I would hope so. You're in the NFL. He's going to throw for more than 2,000 here's, yards. Here's the deal. You're lowballing him. What, how many passing touchdowns do you think he has? Because you're on record saying he ain't passing for anything. You're I, on record. I'm on record as having Mark Andrews as my second tight end off the board. Behind how many passing touchdowns does Lamar Jackson have this year? Historically, let me look at the numbers. Don't I don't want to I don't want to blind it. I want to. So he's had six, thirty six. Take away his first year, thirty six, twenty six. Take away his MVP year, then. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So then twenty six because last year he got hurt. So he threw for twenty six tutties. Okay. Two years ago, he lost Hollywood. <laughs> Who you have as potential? Let's say WR1. as the wide receiver. Let's thirteen. Say he, let's say he throws. Let's say he throws twenty touchdowns on twenty five hundred yards. That's a very conservative estimate. He that's throws what? What is it? One more time. Twenty-five hundred yards, not conservative. twenty touchdowns. That's a very it's not conservative. conservative. It's an accurate assessment. It's very. He's only thrown for three thousand yards. Like what? what on his MVP season? His MVP year. But so if it's an say, accurate. It's an accurate assessment. So I think if you lose Hollywood Brown and you say twenty-five, twenty-five hundred and twenty, it's an accurate assessment of what he's going to do. Bro, I think 20? Tua. I think Tua throws for thirty-four hundred and twenty-five to thirty touchdowns and a six-point passing. So if you're saying if you're saying he gets 10 touchdowns on the ground, which is great for a quarterback, and 20, and 20 passing, and Tua gets 26, 27 passing, the touchdowns are canceled out, and it comes down, to, cool. pure, it comes down to pure yardage. And I can tell you right now, Tua's definitely going to have more yardage passing. Okay, so we'll say Tua hits 3,000 yards passing. Then Tua's better. Two was a better fantasy quarterback last year. Absolutely. We might have just, we might have just. He's going to break three thousand yards for sure. We might have, Mad Mob through discussion. We might have just found something out here. No, I, I'm snap calling that one. Doing two, I'll Tua. do a doink. But are you? We want to do a doink that that Tua is not within three spots of Lamar next year. Yeah, done. Put it put in the ledger. Man, you There's guys no fight chance. amongst yourselves. Well, no, it's actually your no, job it's your to. Call. To decide who's within it. three fantasy no. spots of Lamar. Of a six point passing touchdown league. That's important. That is very important. That's, that's the key. You're high on the Dolphins, I'm not. That's the difference here. I'm high on six point passing touchdowns. You're high on the Dolphins, because if you're high on two, you're high on the Dolphins. And I'm very low on any passing touchdowns aside from Mark Andrews in Baltimore. I'm low on two. I'm I'm low on his arm strength. I'm low on passing arm touchdowns strength. in Baltimore. His arm strength. His arm strength. Yeah. From low on his arm strength. I mean, he's got a good deep ball right now they're talking about in camp. He was he was the NFL's second most accurate deep ball uh, deep ball quarterback last year. Tyreek's a different animal. Have you have you seen the meme going around right of 
the Dolphins training camp. They put out a video on their Twitter. And it was it tried to be a, it was a, supposed to be a hype video, and it was to a severely underthrowing Tyreek Hill. I mean, there's adjustment that has to be made when you're throwing to the fastest player in the NFL. There, there is an adjustment that you have to make. That's what training camp is for. You can't make your arm stronger. I, mean, I guess you can. Yeah, you can get also, it out earlier. He he's also sure. not used to having to lead somebody as much as he okay. has to lead the fastest player in the NFL, who is now his receiver. Johnny, what, what what's your take? When you're used to when you're used to leading receivers this amount, this amount, this amount, and then all of a sudden you get the fastest player in the NFL on your team, you got to lead him more, and that takes time. That takes training camp. I think he can do it. I put I put Lamar down at the QB eleven. I think I think two can get to QB fourteen. It's just it's 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 a six point passing touchdown league. Yep. If it's a four point passing touchdown league, I'm I'm snap calling Lamar all day. But it's not. It's a six point passing touchdown league. I don't see it. Not even close. This trade. Put only my mouth is. I don't see it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Boys, we got. One more from Jacob Nelson. He wants to know, who are you choosing between the two? Amon Ra St. Brown or Elijah Moore? Amon Ra. Next. Beggs? Amon Ra. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Deep I thought. Golf. I trust golf. Well, when I'm evaluating my receivers, the most important aspect is their quarterback. I, I mean... He was decent with Zach Wilson. Elijah Moore was okay. He got hurt last year. Uh, Jared Goff got a terrible rap. He's definitely not tier one. Um, Not tier two. I'm trying to think if he's back in tier two. Not tier three. I think he's tier three. I think he's better than Zach Wilson. That's all that matters for me. Boys, he might not have a job next year. Okay, good. That's great for Amon Ra. Is it, though? He's better than Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson is yeah. Justin Fields. I can territory. agree with that, but I think that offense is better. I think the Lions are better. On the other side of the coin, though, Elijah Moore is—I was going to say probably second fiddle to Garrett Wilson. But what about Corey Davis? Corey Davis don't scare me. Honestly, I think Elijah Moore is going to be the top dog this year, and as Garrett Wilson develops, we'll have to see growth out of. Zach Wilson, but I don't know. He's he's something that's there Dynasty, for the future, though, right? What's that? Dynasty. Yeah. Give me Amon Ra. Amon Ra has proven he can handle a certain volume. We haven't seen him from more. When, so when everyone and their mother is hurt. Sure, but he's proven he can do it. Okay, but that's at the skill. same time, though, he now goes to probably further into the season once Jamison Williams gets healthy and acclimated to the NFL and everything, he probably goes to the fourth option on that team, right? Behind, I mean. I don't know about that. I mean, we don't, we because you're, who are you, we put Swift and Hawk above him. Then you put Chark or Jamison above him. Which one? Jamison, once the season gets why? underway. Why do, Why are you putting him above? A lot spent of you put a first round pick on him. Why do you put DJ Chark above him? I didn't, I said fourth. What was I didn't put DJ Chark there. Sorry? What was Amon Ra's draft capital? I think he was a third rounder. I mean, they're going to get Jamison involved, but at the expense of Amon Ra, you think? He, he They paid for him to use him with a first-round pick. This year. Bro, it's it, I mean, it's going to take time. He's still coming back from the ACL and this and that. If we're looking at it from a dynasty perspective, I 
I think I'd rather have Elijah Moore. Definitely taking on Monroe. Taking on Monroe, dude. Yeah. Okay. Elijah Moore is going to have nothing but up and coming. The Jets are young. Offensively, defensively, I, I'm on record saying I think the Jets are going to be a decent team this year. You did say that. Um, I, for the reasons you don't like Amon Ra with Jamison Williams getting acclimated to the NFL and all this, like you got a lot of, a lot of receivers, a lot of. I mean, you got Brees Hall, you got Michael Carter, who they drafted last year. Corey like, Davis. I'm not worried about them getting targets though. Garrett Wilson, first round. Garrett Wilson. Yeah. So what? That's it. Jamison Williams. I, I could, I could, I could counter that with. I mean, Jamison Williams. That's it. So what? Jamison Williams and I'm on two different players. Jamison, he he's a downfield guy. See, all right, but if you're looking at it, Brees Hall will probably get some targets, but Zach Wilson doesn't really target the running backs as we've seen last year. They did trade for Uzoma, no, oh. trade or sign. I can't remember. That doesn't scare me either. He didn't do no, anything with the Bengals. Okay. So he hyped him up by throwing his – what did he throw off his, like, ankle brace? Yeah, and yeah something like he that. Some, like, but I'm, but I'm saying he is, And he, like, threw off his brace, like, I'm back to play. Probably, probably caught zero like, passes. Everybody was like, who cares? Uh, yay. <laughs> but, yeah, it, more, Elijah Moore has only got uh, Wilson and Corey Davis to compete with. Meanwhile, Amon Ra's got Jameson Williams, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson – you got to look at quarterbacks. Probably DJ Chark. Not all targets are the same. Do you like Zach Wilson? Do you like Do you like twenty extra Zach Wilson targets? Yeah. Compared to twenty less Jared Goff targets. Yeah. You're the king. The quality of target is not. Yeah. You must that hate matters. volume, bro. You must hate volume. No, I love volume, but the quality I, of target does I matter. Don't know, Gun, it matters, right? but when we're talking about a Zach Wilson who I acknowledge is not very good, he's horrendous. Jared Goff is not that. He's not good. He's, he's not better. that good. He's, he's better, better than Zach Wilson. He's better than Zach Wilson. Are you saying he's not? No, I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying that it's not that much of an upgrade. It the, it's but the it's Lions an upgrade. Are, the Lions get above 500, which I think you called, right? The, cavi- the caveat that he just said, would I rather have 20 more targets from Zach Wilson? Yeah, I'd rather have 20 more say, targets. Let's say 10. Let's say that number is a little high. Say, say 10. Yeah, if I knew that at least three of those targets were going to – Elijah Moore per game, three more targets per game than, yeah, give me Elijah Moore all day. And you had the Lions above 500, right? No, I did not. He took them. You had them below 500. I did. I had them around 500. I think it's 8-9, they re-signed golf, you know, definitely. If, that's a big if. If Or they could also be sitting in the top five drafting a quarterback next year. So I'm taking Amon Ra, Begley, who you got? Amon Ra, bro. Goni. All right. Give me the guy who's done it. Steve Makovic. What's the value on James Robinson these days? Was he a victim to injury and Urban Meyer? And is everyone high on the return of ETN? Uh, yes, on all facets. I'm I'm uh, fading James Robinson this year. Uh, he he definitely was a victim of injury. He definitely was a victim of um, Urban Meyer. But I mean, ETN was also a victim. Um, and I'm taking the. T- I know ETN isn't proven yet, but uh, they got the draft capital in him. He's their guy uh, for the future. I'm fading James Robinson. ETN was a victim of having bad foot tendons, as Liz Frank. His injury, yeah. But Robinson got shafted because Carlos Hyde vultured some carries for some ungodly reason. Not sure why. Yeah, I don't know. They brought him in. James Robinson's value was at its best when he was getting a hundred percent of the snaps 
it's hard not to have value when you're getting the ball every time you're on the field for every play. But he's good. He's he's good, he's good for a guy who gets the ball 100 percent of the time out of the backfield. It was good last year when he started getting some carries. <laughs> meh. He was. He was meh. It was average. Mm. It was good. It was good. No, I wouldn't mm. call him good. Never. Wow. I don't know. James, I mean, James Robinson. And, I, and, 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 and James Robinson, he, he went from really good to meh last year to even worse this upcoming year. Plus, I mean, you hate you hate guys that tear their Achilles. I, I Yeah. Well, I was going to get to my point after Wayne was done was, yeah, I mean, he's a hard fade. I think the best. I hate it. I hate, yeah, you don't come back from that. I think the best you can – hope for here steve is that james robinson gets the goal line work right boys james robinson 7 9 24 20 21 19 bye week got injured in seattle came back 18 11 11 got injured good really good last okay year. that's fair that's good it's a good flex uh, play. He, it's better than man he ended oh that's much better than man he ended he ended the season being very subpar Sure, but he was good for when he played. Coming off the coming off the he's done. He's cooked. Coming off the bye week, he was very subpar. So what I'm saying though is his his ceiling, his best bet is probably being the first and second down back. I hate him. And or the goal line back. He'll probably be the goal line back over ETN. I hate him. But I'm saying that's that's probably the upside you're looking at. Uh, I mean, I just don't really love James Robinson. I don't think his value is great. Fade him, fade him, my boy, fade him. He's the guy. Um, you got some time for some Reddit questions? Yeah, absolutely. Got a few good ones. Let's hear them. Rez FS, Vikings fan, Skull, ten team, two quarterback, Antonio Gibson for DJ Moore. Are you doing it, Antonio Gibson for DJ Moore? Absolutely. Give me the points. He 100 percent will. Give me the points. Are you doing? Give me the consistency. Give me the points. Gibson for more. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. In a 10 team. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. If it's a 10 team, because DJ Moore is probably your flex in a 10 team. And also, the running back pool isn't so scarce in a 10 team. Yeah. Uh, Give me, give me the points. DJ Moore is going to consistently get more points than Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson is probably not your RB one or two in a 10 team. Uh, Give me the points. Probably depth for both. And we haven't even seen DJ Moore ceiling yet. We've seen his floor, and I'm happy with his floor. His floor is good. Yeah. His floor is good. He he's Is he the most underrated receiver in the NFL? Yep. Honestly. Yep. He might be. He very well might be. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of one right now. Di- I'm dying for DJ Moore to listen to this podcast. I mean, he's just going to hear me just – Loving on him episode after episode. I'm down, I'm I'm a surefire win for a signed jersey if if he gets put onto this podcast in some way, shape, or form. Absolutely. I mean, I, I I love the I show love to DJ Moore every single episode, and I'm a Bucks fan. I'm a Buccaneers fan, and I show love for DJ Moore every episode. He's been following DJ Moore since Pee Wee Football League. You I really have. You're 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 a lock for a signed jersey, and he's a lock for a lewd act. Performed on himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Wayne will oblige. He's on. He's on lock for one. Uh, one request where that won't be uh, brought to PG. the public. All right. So, DJ Moore, universe. Because I agree with you guys. It's DJ Moore. Steady Marvin. Twelve team PPR, one quarterback, but with a caveat on this league, which is kind of cool. Bonus points for a long touchdown reception, fifty plus yards. Rewards, long bombs that go for touchdowns. 
I like it. He gives up A.J. Brown in a 2022 third, gets Tyreek and Stafford. Snap call. He's got Herbert. Superflex? No. Well, yeah, snap call that because you can flip Stafford. Not Superflex, though. You can flip Stafford. But what are you going to get? Or, honestly, you can flip Herbert afterwards for something spicy. who's, Who's he giving up? Giving up A.J. Brown. In a third round, twenty twenty two. Yes, because getting Tyreek and Jalen Hurts is not going to have any fifty yard touchdowns. Tyreek's going to get he's going to get two or three, possibly. Mm. Uh, this one's kind of tough for me. I like Tyreek. I'm taking like, that. I feel like you can flip Matt Stafford for a first round next year. I'm taking that for sure. You if if you're in a league and somebody offers you and you need a you need a quarterback. Are you going to trade away a first round pick for Matt Stafford for a top 5 quarterback? If you are if you're contending and you just need a steady quarterback. Yeah, I mean, if that's all you're missing, sure. I I, I before you do that trade, take a gander through the rest of your league, see if there's a dude that needs a quarterback and shut up, Gunny. <laughs> rope him in, the old rope dope. Three teamer, man. Yeah, rope them in if you can. I'd try and flip Matt Stafford or, like Goni said, Justin Herbert because I think they're both top five. Uh, try and flip those for a twenty twenty three first, and then you just upgrade from AJ Brown to Tyree Kill, and you get a twenty. You get a piece of that twenty twenty three. Yummy goodness. And you know both of them, Tyreek is just as capable of getting you those bonus points with the 50-point yeah. banger as anyone, as A.J. Brown. Way more capable, in my opinion, than A.J. Brown getting him. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I probably agree. I I think about it, but I would agree with that. Tyreek's explosive. Um, all right. Fast player in the NFL. I mean, A.J. Brown can say <laughs> yeah. that. Zoltan says, 12-team, super flex. Tight end premium, 1.25 tight end premium. Not, not 1.5, 1.25 tight end premium. Giving up Waller and getting J.K. Dobbins. Snap call. Give me J.K. Dobbins. In a dynasty, all day. Tight end premium? That's 1.25. Yeah, that's that's low. Dude, that's like that. It, it, a good, an, an excellent tight end game is six, seven receptions. You guys love players who don't do it. You guys love players who haven't proven themselves. Darren right. Waller had a, had a Who's not, hurt? not a great year Who's last hurt? year. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was has never proven it, boys. He's he's an unknown commodity. He was pretty good his rookie year. He was good like for four games in his rookie year. Uh, I don't know, man. He was pretty good. No, for four games. Uh, it's confirmed. Is it? It's confirmed. I don't think you it is. You got your phone right there. All right. He, well, he ended the year like on a four-game stretch, which was good. It wasn't like out of this world good. James Robinson was point, better. Point two, point two five bonus isn't enough to – um, make me love tight ends, especially Darren Waller, who fell off last year. I still he think he's hurt. great. I don't. Okay, I mean he still played if you're on the field, but he, he didn't play. He was hurt. How many games did he play last year? Look it up. All right. J.K. Dobbins had not that good, Gunny. I can't wait for eight, you to tell me I'm right. Eight, thirteen plus point games. In his rookie season. Okay. That's not that great. Finished the season strong. You want to know why he dude, didn't do so dude, high just in, the, said, in the beginning of the year? He just said James Robinson was he good. Played 11 and James games Robinson only had – that's a lot of games. Right. He played 11. 
And there, and James Robinson only had like four games above thirteen points. Do you want to know why he did yes. so well yes. at the end of the year? Would you you, you want to know? Look it up. Is it's it, because his was, first was six Ingram games hurt? when he was getting acclimated to the NFL, he had seven carries, two, one, five, one, nine. I think I think Ingram got hurt or something. In the beginning of the year, when that's when he was getting his no, first. No, I think Ingram got hurt toward the back half of the year, which is when he, which is when J.K. started playing more. The, the point is, though, when the man got over ten carries in a game, yeah, he was super efficient. He was great. He had six yards a carry for the year. Super efficient. So get that's the not going to continue. That that right there, that's that's Hall of Fame resume. Off of off of your extra, if you extrapolate that, that extrapolates to an instant Hall of Fame resume. Six yards a carry. Six yards a carry. That's Hall of Famer. Nick Chubb's been he, doing that for like that. two years. Okay, but I'm not he's saying he doesn't have to get six yards right. of carry. Nick Chubb's Hall of Famer. Is Nick Chubb a Hall of Famer? Sorry to no. digress. No, he's not. I don't think so. You don't think he is? No. Two more years consistency? No. Ooh. Not, there's not a consideration? But anyways, uh, Mad Mob, what you, what you saw? questioned Hang us on. when we said Devontae Adams. But you said right now, put a gold jacket on. No, I said when he's done. No, you said roll the tape back. Go. Or we wait. <laughs> I can't roll the tape back. Or the tape is anyway, okay. So, so, so you guys are taking the. Well, dots, hang so. on too, because I feel like you swallowed your tongue a little bit. Um, Darren <laughs> Waller. Darren Waller played eleven played games 11 last games. year, and but he did not do good in hardly any of them. I had him. He didn't do good hardly any of them. Terrible. And it's a one point two. <laughs> it's a point two five. Yeah, he looked good after nineteen targets uh, in week one, but then he just went downhill. He, he technically played eleven. He played a a piece of the Dallas game. Okay, let me hear those games. 26, 11, 10, 15, 8, 10, 16, 6, 18. Dallas game, bunch of blanks. He finished with a four game against the Chargers. But he's only in the field 78% of snaps. Let me let, let me take a gander at that. But but my, my, so, my point so being I'm in looking, a tight end premium, though. Yeah, but You're let me, taking targets from him with Devontae Adams coming to town, are you not? Let me look. Yes. And I'm looking at receptions they, here. And. Aside from his week one, that's the outlier, big time, right? Dobbins also yeah. still is a still he a averaged he averaged about it's five dynasty. he averaged about five receptions a game. Okay, so that gets you one point twenty five. Yeah, I don't care about that. Okay, give me JK. The Dobbins. premium's not high enough for it to be <laughs> worth it, it. If it was like a full point or like a point seven five, and it's he's get, he's guaranteeing you you know an extra four, that, that could change a game. 1.25 is not doing nothing for you. I'm going to still go Neism and say for top four, you keep Waller. Otherwise, you can trade Dobbins. That's fair. Yeah, well, and part of it, I mean, we we don't know his roster situation. But in a vacuum, I'm taking J.K. Dobbins. Same. Mm. It's not I even just, close. It blew my mind it's not how matter-of-fact that was. It's not even close. You guys are mostly pretty low on Waller. He's not back, even close. He's a young running back, and the, the premium's not high enough. Half-point PPR. Mikey Mojo needs help. Giving up the 104 and a 23-third. He gets Devonta Smith and a 23-second. I think this is pretty even. 104, I think, is projecting to be Traylon Burks. Maybe Drake London. Maybe Jamison Williams. Yeah. You know, all three of those guys. Of the, you know, some of those guys are going to be there. Say it again. 104 and a 23 third. He gets Devonta Smith in a 23 second. Half point PPR. Go and let, let you go first. Wayne's been going first. Keeping the 104. Keeping the 104. Why? 
I like the upside of Jameson Williams or Drake London or Traylon Burks over Devonta Smith. I know Devonta Smith has the higher college accolades, but as we've mentioned numerous times, the Eagles throw the ball less than everyone else in the league. And when they throw it, it's typically not quality. It's not accurate. It's not quality, and they brought in A.J. Brown. Devonta Smith's not even the one there. Uh, yeah, I'd stick with Traylon. This guy is going to be whoever's picked at the 104 wide receiver-wise is going to be groomed to be the number one wide receiver on the team that they go to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, the upside is just better. And you're, it's not like you're trading for – Devonta Smith isn't a stud or anything. So, And he's got a little he, – he, his pie got smaller in the offseason. It was already tiny. Pie that and it's Jalen Hurts throwing you the ball, man. We don't love it. No, Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, two quarterbacks. Give me, give me Ryan Tannehill, which, you know – Traylon. Has anybody ever said that on tape before? Probably Ricky not. Ryan Tannehill. But no, give me Ryan that's Tannehill. That's the Jalen Hurts effect. That's the Jalen Hurts <laughs> effect right and there. And Traylon's going to slide into that A.J. Brown role. He's he's going to be a stud. I'm assuming you're getting Traylon. I mean, if you get Drake London, you ain't mad about that either. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, that's an easy one. King Quad Dynasty. 12-team, super flex, tight end premium. What's the premium? It doesn't say. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know why he included that. McLaurin is the give, getting Claypool and CEH. McLaurin for Claypool, CEH, full point PPR. While you guys think about it, I'm I'm keeping uh, I'm keeping McLaurin. I think he uh, I think he eats a little more off Wentz. Uh, Wentz throws the ball downfield. He's not accurate, but he throws the ball downfield. McLaurin's never had that in Washington. It's close. It's close, but I agree with you. I, I think Wentz has the potential to be long-term in Washington as well. Uh, I, it's very hard for me to ever say um, keep the keep the receiver um, and don't trade for the running back in a 12-team, especially in a super flex. He's getting two players. Uh, I just, I, I'm fading Chase Claypool out of fantasy relevancy. Yeah, I agree. Um, CEH, he's got like a 12-point ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean – Give me, give me Terry McScorn on that one, how, but but it's close. How bad do you feel if you had the number one pick a couple of years ago and you took Ceh over J.K. or J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor? Because that's what it was. It went one two. It, generally, Ceh they saw the opportunity with him going to Kansas City. A lot of guys love the opportunity. Just won a national championship, too, in LSU. I know, but Jonathan Taylor was a stud coming out of Wisconsin. But he was a four-year college player, and those don't project very well usually. Projected well now. It worked out. I thought thought you were talking about me for a little bit whenever we did our uh, fantasy draft years ago. Remember that? It was a a dynasty startup, and I remember I drafted uh, CEH late in the first. Because I stay drafting late yep. the first. I never get first, second. That is fourth. true. This man lives at the 12th. I got CEH, and like everybody was like, dang, dang, great value for CEH. And like I walked out of that draft with my chest pumped out, and he proceeded to give me a solid 13 points every single game as my RB1. Killer. Killer. All right, we just got a few more. I really like this one. Mikey Mojo is making his return. I like this trade, actually. This is a good one to talk about. Half point PPR. It's important. Half point. Wayne, he's giving up McCaffrey in the 104. Mm. 2022? That's a lot. 22? I'm assuming. He's getting Devonta Smith, Eckler, in a 23 second. 
Wayne, I want to hear what you think. CMC in the 104, Devonta Smith, Eckler in a second in 2023. Hold. Hold. You're Hodorn. I'm holding. CMC's the best, the best fantasy running back when healthy. It's not even close. Not even close. No. Jonathan Taylor can take a back seat when CMC has health. Agreed. Uh, 104 is a trailing Burks Drake London, who's going to be way better. We just talked about this. going to be way better than what Devonta Smith is going to give you. And I f- miss me with the dart, with the second, third round dart throws. That's easy. That's an easy one. Absolutely. CMC. He's younger than, than Austin Eckler is. Anyways. He is. I, I get, I get you're like, CMC gets hurt all the time. That's fine. Hey, Eck has gotten hurt every year, hadn't he? He just hasn't. He's missed. guaranteed to miss you two games he, at least. He hasn't. Game he just hasn't missed the chunks that CMC has missed. I give me the point when CMC is on the field, the Panthers are good, and they, are they good. do it on the back of of a. Uh, would you say CMC's floor is twenty points? Yes, floor. If your floor is twenty points, I will risk whatever injury is coming my way. He's I easily did. the focal point of the offense, and then yeah. you get, and then uh, you get to keep Traylon Burks or Drake London. Yeah, I'd also I'd argue that. Can you guys think of off the top of your head any non-quarterback that is more vital to their team than CMC? Chubb. You think? I think Kareem Hunt can step right nah, in. And just yeah. So I wanted to say Derrick Henry, and then I was like, wait a second. They the Titans went to a first seed without Derrick Henry yeah. for most of the season. Think about that. Think about what King Henry is for the Titans, and he missed a lot of that season, and the Titans still went on for the number one seed in the AFC. Then you look at CMC, and the Panthers are what, 3-1 and one with CMC? Yep. And then can't win a game without him. No. This is like literally out of every team in the league, CMC is probably the most valuable player that is a non-quarterback. He does it all. That's fair. Half point PPR, giving up the 106 to get Jerry Judy. Going to Done. That? Done. Wayne? Get, give, me, give me the guys that have been in the NFL, and you know they're going to produce for you. Yeah, 100%. 106 is what? Garrett Wilson? Probably. Miss me with Garrett Wilson. Give me Jerry Judy, Russell Wilson, toss him in the ball. Yeah. Um, red right hand, we're taking Judy. Red right hand. Yes. Uh, I'm on that Peaky Blinders. Do you guys know who the <laughs> sun god is? Amon Ra. Amon Ra's the sun god, bro. Did he get you with that? Trash Gamer, 824-981. Oh, my gosh. Begley didn't know it. I didn't know it. I missed it. What on my head? I'm old. Oh, man. Sun God. So this is your first time doing this, man? If, if you're old, you should know that. Sun God plus. Hey, you know, hang on. You know how I know who the Sun God, who the plus. Sun God is? <laughs> You know, let me plug it real quick. Uh, Troy. They get on the beaches of uh, of Troy. Brad Pitt mm-hmm. playing Achilles. Oh yeah, yeah. Goes up there, slices the uh, slices the head off the uh, god that they have on the temple there. It's a sun god, Amun Ra. You don't want to make Amun Ra mad. You remember that? I don't. Troy, you never watched Troy? I did. Hmm. I did. Apparently, apparently, really. He uh, skipped that part. Yeah. No, I did. I did. Uh, the only thing I remember about Troy, dude, I remember seeing Brad Pitt's butt cheeks. Just perfectly chiseled, beautiful butt chiseled. cheeks. Chiseled. I just remember those. And I don't know why that's what comes to mind. I, I thought the first thing that would come to mind is um, his Achilles. He'll never run a football again. No. <laughs> Sun God. 
plus a 23 first. Get DJ Moore and a 23 third. <laughs> who, is it, who is that? 23 first and who else is he getting? Sun God. Um, no, he's giving up the Sun God and the 23 one. He's getting DJ Moore and a third. A 23 third. Don't do it, man. 23 draft class is good. That hurts him so bad to, to decline a trade with DJ Moore. I just lost my signed jersey over this. Uh, man, that's frustrating. I, DJ let me let me try and get my signed jersey back. DJ Moore is better than Amon Ra. Easily. Agree. But give me you the don't, points. That's not a lock? Give, well, not a I lock. thought you were waffling back and forth when he said that. No, no, no. Give, give me the points. DJ Moore plus whatever garbage can comes out of the third round. Or Amon Ra and the stud that comes out of the first round, give me the points. I'm probably gonna have to. I'm gonna take DJ Moore on that one. Wow, I don't. I'd like I'm to change Wayne my answer. Give me DJ Moore. I'm with Wayne on that one, dude. <laughs> I, I like the sun god here. Why? Why do I like DJ Moore? Why do you like DJ Moore, bro? I mean, we've we've already discussed Amon Ra and how he's moving down in the depth chart. His opportunities are gonna decrease. DJ Moore is that dude. He just needs a quarterback that's going to do it. Or just CMC to stay healthy. CMC stays healthy. The whole offense runs better. He might see more than four touchdowns for once in his life. He might. He might. The 23-1, that, that doesn't hold you back at all? It's still a dart throw. It's 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 a dart throw, bro. But it's it's, a, it's like it's like me throwing the dart throw. It's not Begley throwing the dart. It's still a dart throw. In this draft class, though, you're probably going to hit. Are all twelve guys in the first round going to hit? It's going to be so. What makes the first in the twenty twenty three? It's possible. What makes it so great is there's so many good quarterbacks coming out that some of the skill players, some of the really good skill players, are, are going to fall toward the back end. If you're not in a super flex, you're not drafting a quarterback until ten, eleven, twelve, probably. Did I not tell you we were going to get Jalen Waddle last year? Fair enough. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you did. He got me. So there's always a scab in your league that you can depend on to pick somebody that shouldn't be picked where they're going to pick them. That right there was literally the start of our championship season. Was Jalen Waddle falling to us? Yeah, was I, I had to listen to Goni berate me for months uh, pre-draft saying there's no way Jalen Waddle gets to the 109, 108, no. 108. No, when he, no, no, it was much closer to the middle. No, it wasn't seven. No, it wasn't. No, it, wasn't. it definitely was. It wasn't. There was three running backs. It wasn't because I got three berated. wide receivers. It was Najee, Etienne, and who? Javonta. Yeah. Then Kyle Pitts. And That's then four. Chase. Then Waddle. No, Trevor Lawrence went, and then Waddle. You're seven. Yeah, you guys didn't do that good league last year, bro. No. Hey, settle down. You guys sucked last I year. I don't settle think down. so. No, Devonta Smith. You forgot Devonta Smith. He went after Waddle. No, he went right before us. No, he went after you all. Doink bet. Ooh. No, doink. But he went after you. Know, you. No, look, I know we'll for a fact. I know no. for a fact. Mattingly took him. Yes. At the that's 107. What it was. That's what it was because at the 107, we knew because Finch, Finch was taking Trevor Lawrence. That's right. You so were one started to get happy. Because I got Michael Carter at the one. And then you were like, well, Mattingly ain't going to do it. And I said, dude, trust. Yeah, Y'all ain't that good, bro. Chill. And Jalen Waddle fell to Jalen Waddle fell to 108. I know, but the league sucks. The league sucks. I mean, you lost, so. Hey. I, I scored more the fantasy league, The league sucks, and in a league that sucks, you should win your championship like Goni and I did. Uh, I you should. more fantasy points. That's what we aim for, boys. How much the did da- that pay out? The Daily Grind said, half-point PPR, Swift for Gibson in the 105. 
Swift nope. or Gibson in the one oh five. I'm holding Swift. Yeah. Same. Anybody somebody give give this man a reason. For to Swift. Swift? Yeah. Because he's way better than Antonio Gibson and the one oh five is who? Olave? Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Uh yeah, give me the points in the premium position. Young. Gonna okay. get receiving work. Mm. Talented. They want to run the ball. And he gets a lot of receiving work out of the backfield. Give me that guy. Okay. Don't give me the RBBC and uh, the Carson Wentz-led commander offense. I think this one's kind of interesting. Probably isn't. SDS Boy, who is a prior member of the Mad Mob Q&A sessions. Let's SDS go. Boy. Welcome back. And I, and, I know we, and I know we watched. So I appreciate the support, SDS Boy. Good Thank you, man. sir. Yep. Thank you. Tip of the cap. He's back. Waddle plus Komet or J.K. Dobbins plus Devonta Smith? Which side are you taking? Easy. Waddle, Komet, Dobbins, Waddle. Devonta. Waddle, Komet forever. Hey, hey, if you watched last episode when we did our um, Dynasty mock draft, my last pick, I love Komet. I feel like he's going to get a lot of volume this year. Well, Komet had 90-plus targets last year, boys. With it's, a rookie, Justin Fields. No, they were with a lot of the Andy Daltons. A lot of those were Andy Dalton targets. He had 90-plus targets, man. A lot of them were Andy Dalton. Justin Fields is atrocious. It's Darnell Mooney, and then it's Cole Komet. You and don't the like Velas are saying he's doing well at camp. Yeah, he's a rookie. We've got a lot he's of... He's a rookie, man. From what I've learned on this Q&A that we need to wrap up soon, honestly. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that just don't know what to do with Devonta Smith. And J.K. Dobbins. How to... Um, yeah. They don't. They don't know where they need to rank Devonta Smith, and I'm just gonna tell you. In short, go check out our wide receiver one and two ranking episodes, nice and plug. you won't see him mentioned. Nice plug. Nice plug. Like nice plug. Uh, yeah, I, I'm fading Devonta Smith this year, and, and it's not because of a lack of talent. It's a lack of passing pie. It's A.J. Brown going there as the new WR1, and it's an inaccurate Jalen Hurts. A lot of reasons to fade Devonta Smith this year. I don't think either of those players on the second side were better than the players on the first. I think Dobbins overcommit for me. Fields is awful. That is going to be the worst passing offense dude, in the NFL. It's a, he's, a tie, he's a tight end, dude. It's, he's not going to make Justin Fields pass downfield. No, I don't know. He's an NF. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's just if you're trading Cole Komet for J.K. Dobbins straight up, yeah, but that's not the case. No, but he asked. He said that he thought that Komet was better than Dobbins and Devonta. I forgot Dobbins was there. Either side. What side are you taking? I'm taking Waddle. Taking All right. Waddle. All right. This is the last one. Actual last one. A because I like this guy's name, and B because this is kind of a cool unorthodox question. I drink piss. Says. He's got <laughs> <laughs> said he's got a fourth round pick. He's got a twenty twenty three fourth. He's got a, and he's got a belly full of urine, and he's ready to send it out. Okay, he's ready to ship it, boys. <laughs> Would you rather keep it, ship it for Will Fuller, or ship it for Antonio Brown? Will Fuller, shipping for Will Fuller. Fourth round, you're not doing anything. Will Fuller has shown that he can be. Where's he Elite. at? Who, who does he play for? I don't even know. He's for no one. He's undrafted. He's unsigned. Right now, yeah. But he's more signable than Antonio Brown. Way more signable. Does Antonio Brown step foot on the field again? No. No. So he's ripping your jersey off is the... He even, he even came out recently and said that he's well, not coming uh, back. 
that flatulence? <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm struggling today. My guts, my guts is a burgling today, boys. Um, yeah, Antonio Brown doesn't play again. He's people are forgetting he's old. For as far as wide receivers go. Plus, fourth rounder, you're not going to find anyone for a fourth rounder. I can't focus because it smells so bad. This guy. Welcome to the in-person podcast where I just drop deuces all over the boys. Luckily, I'm over here. But you can't, you're not going to draft anyone with the fourth round pick that's going to be of any value. So, Will Fuller, when he last played, he was the wide receiver four. With the Houston Texans before he went out on a suspension, he killed it for FTID. Crushed it, FTID, exactly. And he's only twenty-seven years old, and he—I mean, I think he's still got upside. So for a fourth-round pick, I'm definitely taking the shot on him. Let me just play devil's advocate. In the fourth round last year, I got Diami Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay, Diami Brown was not a factor, but he started in I think it was eleven Washington games last year. Okay, he was on the field a lot. What do you do? You can not nothing. But the point I'm trying to make is you can get guys who have a better chance than Will Fuller making an impact here's, on the fantasy he, team. Here's my thing. Tommy Brown started eleven games. I get you're being devil's advocate, right? Being devil's advocate here. So you're you're taking Will Fuller, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I, I don't have to be as aggressive. Um <laughs> I, trust me, your farts were aggressive enough. <laughs> your words can't cut me any harder than that fart did. Uh, you're just you're not gonna so a typical fourth rounder if we just want to be honest with ourselves and feel free to cut candidates look in the past yeah you're they're sitting on your taxi squad all season and then you're cutting them for next year's fourth round pick they may not even make the nfl roster bro yeah so give me the guy that is is a stud in the nfl when he plays he just had some injury problems some ped problems all that good stuff um, he's going to be on a team. He's young enough to be on a team. He's going to play. Uh, if your question is simply, I'm going to trade the fourth-round pick for A.B. or FTID, Fuller Till, till I Die was what we dubbed um, two seasons ago. Um, if, if you're definitely shipping off the fourth-rounder for one of those, A.B.'s not playing anymore. He's done. He came out and said it. He came out and said yeah, it, that he's not playing nothing. anymore. I mean, he also came out and said he. <laughs> this guy. He's a little kid over here, man. <laughs> it's funny because I know the mics aren't picking it up, but the reaction. <laughs> We're going to have to splice half this episode. I know. Keeping... Luckily, he's the one because doing it. I'm, he's, I'm keeping He's every... putting poop right up my nostrils. <laughs> Imagine trying to give deep analysis on a trade. I, I when promise you, you, I'm not splicing a second of this out. And all you smell are the most noxious of fumes that are fumigating and per- permeating <laughs> the, the my, my longest first. nostril hairs. So this is what, the 12th episode, and we finally managed to do an in-person, and all I've done is just... Like, I can almost taste it. Like, it's, like it's hitting my sinus. All, your nose tongue. all I've done is fill the room with methane. <laughs> He saved it all through all the podcasts. He saved it so we got together. Worth <laughs> it. I knew I was going to get him in a room and I was just going to light it up. Does Does Fuller or Calvin Ridley have a better from this point forward? Will Fuller. You think Will Fuller has more fantasy points? Yes. Stop it. That's a joke. Will Fuller. No. Come on. Seriously. Ridley for the rest back. of his career. Start from this point forward. Yeah. Who, has, who scores more fantasy points? For the rest of their careers. From this point forward, Goni. For the rest of from their careers? From this point forward, 
Am I being obtuse? <laughs> <laughs> From this point forward, Fuller or Ridley? Who would you have? juice. <laughs> uh, I'll say Fuller too. That's crazy. And I'll put a yeah. doink bet on it. Will Fuller for sure. I'll put a doink bet. We'll on put it. a doink bet on that. Yeah. Hundred percent. Lock it in. Let's go. I got, be, it. Oh, I got no, it. You snaked I got it from bet. me. Let's in go. perpetuity, from this point forward, Calvin Ridley will 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 have more fantasy points. Boys will figure it out in about three years or four years. He will come back, and he will play in the NFL. Yeah, but we're going for the rest of the career. Right? Well, Fuller may not be signed this year, gentlemen. He could be done. Guess what? He'll still play as many games as Calvin Ridley. <laughs> he can, will Fuller's like, what, 26? And Calvin Ridley's like 29? Dude, no. Uh, will Fuller is not 26 years old. 27, maybe? No. 27, I believe. No. Let's Google it. Google it. He's Google out of the league. It. Will Fuller's out of the league. Google it, and then Google Calvin Ridley's age, and Will Fuller can be out of the league this year, and it's still okay. But he's not going to Fuller's 27, going to turn 28. Yeah, he's going to turn 28. He's out that's of the how, league. That's how ages work. He's out of league. 28 comes after 27. Calvin Ridley, as soon as he allows himself to be to play, they're the same age. Oh, look at this. Jay Glazer reported that the Eagles were closing in on signing Calvin Ridley before he was suspended. Does that excite huh. you? Does that excite it means you? Teams want him. Nobody. There's no almost deals reported for. They Will want Fuller. Calvin Ridley as their WR. The Browns were looking at him. That's that's false. They they want Calvin Ridley as. And their, then they were not interested. They want Calvin Ridley as their WR three. They want him before the AJ Brown deal. It was him before AJ Brown. Well, then they went ahead and got AJ Brown, huh? Because he got suspended. Yeah. Calvin Ridley will absolutely play in the NFL again. I just I just won the most free of doink bets. You didn't. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. The odds are likely that he will not be on an NFL field again. Would you like to make another side doink bet? No, I've already got one doink bet on. I don't make two. That's what I thought. I I draft two running backs from the same team in the same draft. I don't make doink bets on the same player. Don't do it. All right. It's a a life policy. Calvin Ridley is going to come back and be an average NFL player for five years at least. No. Five years. What? He'll come back as a twenty eight year old. And he's but he's got the body of a twenty six year old in terms of <laughs> in terms of NFL hits taken. Hundred percent. I mean Calvin Ridley has triple the talent what Will Fuller has, bro. Triple. Triple. No, incorrect. I don't think he's ever put up a season like Will Fuller has. The year after Julio left? Yeah, I don't think he's ever reached up into the top tier, no? Who's wide receiver one that year? A wide receiver one or the wide receiver A. One? A. He's never been the wide receiver one. Never. Will Fuller was what? Wide receiver four or five at one point? Until he got hurt, yeah. Or oh, until he left. Until he got hurt. Well, if my grandma had wheels, she'd be a bike, buddy. I no, mean, she wouldn't. She could be a lot of different things if she had wheels. A I lot mean, of things had wheels. Until he got hurt. Listen to that. That's, that kind of analysis we give our listeners, man. Calvin Ridley is a dog, and he's better than Will Fuller in every sense. Wouldn't you want to know if a guy is good before an injury, though? And now he's faded super hard. A fourth-round pick is 100% worth it. Yeah, I agree with that. Will Fuller. Will Fuller, yeah. So we got off on tangent. All right, Wayne, let's sign off, bro. Q&A number three. We are done. It is 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. A lot of angry wives. Um, not a lot, uh, precisely three. Um, 
Yeah, hit us up on Twitter at MadFFPodcast. DM us your questions. These are our favorite, longest-running shows. They're soaring in the downloads. They're now our most listened to overall, um, which we love. Yeah, it's our favorite type to do, probably, yeah, right? Yep, it is. Um, YouTube, Mad Fantasy Football Podcast. Remember, only 80%, s- excuse me, only 12% of viewers are subscribed. So if you all don't mind, we would greatly appreciate it if you hit that sub button. Please, guys. We would appreciate it. Email us, madffpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we are on Reddit. What's our Reddit user? Mad underscore FF underscore podcast. Yep, hit us up on that one. Um, again, all these questions get you shout outs. Um, get in, uh, we're still on the ground floor. We are coming up uh, close to a thousand downloads. We've only we just started this probably six weeks ago, and we are getting up to close to a thousand downloads already. Um, yeah, still the ground floor. It's awesome, man. Gaining traction though. I'm having a good it's time. It's awesome. And you know, of the thousand, I would say only about fifty of those are from our family and friends. I mean, seriously. Unique IP addresses, so you can watch it as many times as you want. It's only going to count as one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. cool, man. You know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're not – I haven't been posting anything to Facebook or anything like that. I, th- I just think Goni posted it once maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're authentic yeah. oh, downloads. Yeah. Uh, see, that is cool. See, it tells us where geographically are coming from, and only 50 – I think 53 of our downloads are coming from our city, people, a.k.a. people we know. Got some international jammies out there. We Belgium, do. we appreciate you. Australia, we, we appreciate you. I have one request. If you're going to ask us a question, please submit it into Facebook. And please, please, <laughs> please, <laughs> please give us the opportunity to let Goni pronounce your name on live. Especially on live Belgium and Australia people. Yeah, yeah. If you're in please. Belgium or Australia, do not, do not give him a username that's easy. Give him your actual name um, so we can just... Because that was hilarious. Hilarious. I had a good time. Goni struggles reading, and it was funny to watch him try. (laughs) 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 I hope you guys enjoyed all the farts Wayne ripped today. They didn't hear any of them. They just heard the laughter. I got the gains. I wasn't laughing. Um, Just funny. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed. If you're watching on YouTube, I hope you enjoyed the front and center view of Begley's ham hocks that you got today. Uh, again, hey, we cannot understate it. We really appreciate y'all. We did not expect this podcast to be as successful as it's been, as fast um, as it's been. We knew we were going to dive in, you know, both feet in. Uh, is that good, man? Yeah, man. That's real good. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm pouring my heart out to these people. Thank no, you for yeah, all their I'm support. Just, I'm just thirsty. Just I'm chugging, hydrating. Chugging I'm a sonic slushy. I'm hydrating. I've, we just talked for two hours. I'm um, hydrating. Yeah, so ser- seriously, we can't understand it. We, we like, greatly appreciate every last one of you. If you listen for 30 seconds or the full hour and a half, we really appreciate you. Uh, Mad FF Podcast, Twitter, Mad Fantasy Football Podcast, YouTube, Mad FF Podcast at gmail.com, uh, Mad underscore FF underscore podcast, Reddit, find us. We appreciate y'all. Give us your questions. Give us a follow. Leave a comment, sub, let us know if we're sucking, let us know how we can do better, let us know if we help you out. We appreciate y'all. Mad Mob, we're out. Thank you guys.